three, two, one. Hello, Caitlin. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you, Carlos? Well, you know, finally I was able to get you in here and, and mm-hmm. do this podcast. Thank you for coming in. How are you? It's good. It's good to be here. So for those of you that uh, don't know Caitlin, uh, she's actually a multi-talented uh, individual. Can you, uh, <laughs> you know, tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, um, I've been modeling for a long time, and so that's always been kind of going on in the background. Um, but I actually went to school for um, digital marketing, and so that's where my professional career has taken me. And then with the rise of online influencers and content creators, I decided to kind of combine those two skill sets and start my own blog. And I've been running that blog since 2014 and been going pretty good. Nice. Um, So how did we meet? Can we tell the viewers? Yeah. Um, We met at Upstart. We uh, we were living in this really cool place called uh, Upstart. Um, It's basically, to put it into simple terms, it's basically a hostel kind of, not really, for uh, talented artists. I, I prefer the term co-living space. Co-living, yeah. Right? So uh, <laughs> it, it, it's a pretty great community. Uh, there's there's uh, there's like uh, models, photographers. Uh, there's a lot of musicians. I would say there's about like a good 60-70% musicians, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely mostly actors, yeah, I would say. as well. Because everybody out here does, you know, whatever their thing is, and then acting is so easy to just tack on the end and do that too. Yeah, there's uh, the most is actors and musicians, I, I would say. So, what what <coughs> what drew you to, uh, to, to, to come here into this uh, co-living community in the first place? Oh, for sure. I mean, the low rent. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the cheapest places to live in L.A. Um, and I'm trying to save as much money as possible right now because I've got, like, bigger and better things that I want to do with my money than to be blowing it on some studio apartment or right, right. renting a room in some person's house that doesn't care about you. And what I found and what I noticed with Upstart right away is that when I started emailing them and having questions for them was that they do care about their community and they put a lot of work into making it a community and a place to you know like a safe place to collaborate with people more so than just collecting their renters check right that resonated with me a lot and when you um when you sent your application uh did you identify yourself as you know because you do a lot of things you're you're a model uh, you do uh, social media marketing, you write vlogs, you, you do video, you edit. Was there uh, a certain um, aspect of all those that you um, like told them you were, or did you just say, I do everything, you know? Yeah, well, you know, when we fill out that little application form, there's room to kind of elaborate on stuff. And mm-hmm. so I, I believe, if my memory serves me correctly, I led with that I'm a model, slash influencer, like online model type person, but also with my marketing background that I would love to to get involved with Upstart and the community to, you know, help promote the creatives here too. And so they definitely knew about the modeling and they definitely knew about the marketing. So let's start with the modeling. Um, how, how did that happen? How did, how did all, all that start? Like, <laughs> tell us about that. Yeah, my, my parents 
or mainly my mom tried to get me into modeling a couple different times when I was a kid. Um, but we're from South Florida, and there's not really a huge market for it. And um, with no with no experience in the industry, it kind of took us nowhere. Um, but then when I got a little older and I had my own computer and my own internet connection, I started to, you know, figure out things myself. And I discovered um, Facebook and Model Mayhem and Craigslist, unfortunately, <laughs> which, by the way, is a scary place to be looking for jobs. But I've still found some great things on there. And so actually one of the funny stories, the best stories I have about getting into modeling was through Craigslist because I responded to an ad for a curvy model and and it was a photographer who lived in Hollandale Beach which was like an hour's drive for me and he had an, a studio in his place and he had a he was very nice very polite and he had his girlfriend who was a model who lived with him and who they were kind of a team yeah. and so it felt like a safe place cuz okay. there was I could meet them together right. and uh, his girlfriend ended up being about my age and um, long story short, they're not together anymore, but her and I are good friends to this day, and she's now a, a very prominent YouTube blogger, travel blogger. Look at that. Craigslist mm-hmm. is uh, not that scary after all. Yeah, that's how my portfolio got started, and I got tons and tons of pictures because I would go back and work with them frequently because we were friends. Okay, now, I know there's lots of models. Uh, there's, like, a lot, to be honest. But the thing that separates you from them is that you know how to do video editing. Uh, Can you tell us how you got into that? I mean, yeah, I just, like with everything I've done, I just start doing it. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, like with everything I've done, I've I've just sort of start doing it and figure it out as I go. And I think that was one of the things I included on my Upstart application, too, is that, like, I'm not afraid to be bad at something. Mm-hmm. And that's always made it possible to just kind of go for it. Because mm-hmm. if I'm bad at it, then I'm bad at it. Yeah. And that's how we all start. Mm-hmm. When I first started making videos, I started with the Windows Movie Maker, mm-hmm. the, the little, you yeah. know, <laughs> program that comes with, you know, regular Windows laptop. And I just made videos with my brother, and that's how it started. We got got bigger from there so you you're from Florida how how did this whole transition to uh, Los Angeles uh, happen did you ever dream of coming over here was it an, an ambition of yours or was it like jet like life happened yeah it's funny because I always wanted to leave Florida just because it had I'd always been there and I feel like there's just so much the world to see and experience Um, But I can't tolerate the cold weather, so L.A. was always kind of like, all right, I'll just move out to, or like California anyway, I'll move out somewhere where it's considerably warm. It wasn't really about the scene or anything, or the glamour, but um, I just so happened to start dating a man who was from L.A., and then a year into us dating, he wanted to move back home and asked me to move with him. And that's really the story of how I ended up here, just kind of following him. But I did kind of see myself in L.A. at some point. I remember meditating on it a few times and saying, you know, like, oh, if I could just get to L.A., then I could, like, move my creative stuff in the next direction. But everything just kind of fell into place. Like, uh, it happens every so often. Right. So how long have you been here? I've been in Los Angeles for two and a half years, I want to say. I moved in June 2016. Nice. So what has been one of your you know, highlights being in, in LA, what have you learned, like, um, 
being uh, here, you know, obviously very different from Florida. I mean, living at Upstart has definitely been one of the highlights. And I'm not just saying that, like, nice. really, because I found a community out here that I've never had in my life because I have a small family and we didn't really have any sense of community where we lived or, you know, as far as like activities, we were kind of just me and my parents. Right. And so to come out here and to have a bunch of people who are like me and who we, for the most part, we get along very well and we all help each other and we all understand each other. It's been life-changing. It's great. Right. Nice. And it's funny you mentioned that because I saw today earlier you uh, shared that video I, I worked with uh, um, with Catherine. And I was so happy with the outcome. She edited the video and, you know, did her own, like, vision of what she usually puts on her channel, which is, you know, uh, Blondie Bites and, you know, just being that type of, uh, you know, simple lifestyle. I think it, it, it helps uh, sometimes to, to just see what uh, is really important. You don't have to worry about, you know, oh, I have to have all this in my apartment or etc cetera, etc cetera. it's just like mm -hmm. you you live you, um, you sleep you eat and you chase your dreams mm -hmm. um so like is that how you feel um yeah i mean that was that was the idea that it was to to remove the burdens of a huge rent payment and not just that but we have all of this studio space and recording studio all this stuff that you would normally have to pay to book and then, oh, if you have to cancel or make changes, then you're out some money there, too. Yeah. And this is all just included. And people to collaborate with. You don't need to go and meet people. They, they're they here. You just yeah. you wake up and they're in your living room. <laughs> and you're talking over coffee and then you're working together. And so it it really facilitates especially creative life in a, in a really special way. Nice. So uh, what are your ambitions for uh, 2019? I know it just seemed like yesterday where it was January 1st and now it's already March 6th. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so it's going by quick. What, what do you have planned for yourself for 2019? Yeah, um, I've been saying to myself since I left my corporate job last year, which was like I left that job and then moved out here, my goal from here on out is just to not have to get another job, just <laughs> to not ever have to get another like office job. That was, that was making me very unhappy. But um, to be more specific, I guess I'd like to get some more um, regular modeling gigs. And I actually just um, got a call back from an e-commerce company. So that'll be some regular, you know, recurring work, right. which is really important for freelancers. Um, and I got on central casting, so I'm going to get some regular background and extra acting work. Did you have to wait in line? Yeah, it was rough. 2 a.m.? Yeah. No, actually, they do uh, reservations now. So you re reserve it 72 hours ahead of time, yeah. and then if you're in, then you show up at 9 o'clock, and, and it's still several hours of an orientation, but okay. you don't have to camp out anymore, thank God. Yeah, I had to camp out when I went. Yeah, uh, kind of glad. be there at 2 a.m. Yeah, so that's one thing that was good about procrastinating, because now I, don't have to, I didn't have to do that. Uh, I, yeah, it was uh, horrible. <laughs> I literally took a blanket and a pillow and stuff on the floor, but oh, I man. was third in line, so I didn't complain <laughs> when they finally opened the door. And yeah. I was like literally falling asleep at the orientation. Right? And then you look, you, you look terrible for these pictures. They don't even put any effort into the <laughs> casting pictures. But, no, I mean. I was literally, like, dead. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, because every time they text me, like, oh, we need a, you know, an extra or whatever. 
it's always like last minute yeah they never give you like two days three days notice i think that's what they do when they they're in a pinch they text you when they're in a pinch but you can go on their website and apply to their other jobs that are more because they in orientation they went over that like go into the jobs listings and apply to things that you match that's probably something i wasn't uh you missed that. <laughs> no I missed that because I was falling asleep. <laughs> um, so, so you're trying to get more into acting. Yeah, more talent, like more stuff in front of the camera because um, I'm only young and attractive once. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And um, it's Los Angeles, so yeah. it just seems like the obvious thing to go. I'm certainly not the most passionate actress in the world, and I tell right. I tell everybody that. Like, trust me, if it's if it comes down to me and you you know, racing to the finish line, it's going to be you because I don't care about it that much. But yeah. I'm more interested in building my own um, businesses and my own kind of brand. And so that would be the, the other thing that I'm working on. I, I want to um, retire my blog as it is now because it's kind of just, it's kind of just a creative dump of content, which has served its purpose as of now because it's gotten me where I am today. Right. But I want to get a little more serious and start um, focusing on freelance marketing clients. And for those types of clients, I need to project a more professional image and also target, um, you know, modeling clients, which is fashion companies, beauty companies and freelance photographers. And so I want to be able to have that that divergence. Mm -hmm. So speaking of vlogs, uh, currently we are in the self-tape room where you film some of your vlogs. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) what type of uh, content are you you creating? What are you trying to create? Yeah, um, that's actually a fun topic because I'm actually focusing on try-on videos right now because I recently kind of uh, discovered how powerful they can be because what are try-on videos? try-on videos are what they sound like so you buy something you order some clothing or or you know whatever it is bikini try-ons are especially popular for obvious reasons <laughs> but even I mean I was just talking to my hairstylist about this too and a woman and she was even like oh I love try-on videos I always go and look for a try-on video before I buy from an online store because how else are you you know gonna know because you can't try these you know with all these e-commerce stores these fashion novas and dolls kill well dolls kill has a store now yeah. but uh, you know these e-com stores are popping up and you don't know what you're gonna get until of you course, <laughs> ordered it so you can go look at some youtuber trying on you know uh, you know with a similar sizing as you mm-hmm. and get a better idea of what you should order and so there's um there's appeal to men and there's appeal to women oh. in these videos so they're very powerful I never thought about it and so yeah, that's where my, my marketing kind of background comes in because I'm kind of a nerd about that stuff. It's yeah, not yeah. just like, but that's not you know yeah. that's not what people want to hear. <laughs> they don't want to hear about the so strategy. I, I get the I get the feeling that you you have that entrepreneur uh, DNA inside of you. Do you consider yourself obviously an entrepreneur? Yeah, I mean it's hard. <clears throat> it's hard to call myself an entrepreneur because I'm always so broke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's how it starts, <laughs> you know. You know? But I, I guess I prefer um, creative, but I mean, entrepreneurs have to be creative and artists in this day and age have to be entrepreneurial. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. There's not really, it goes hand in hand. yeah, there's not really the, the stark differences that we had in, in previous generations, I think. So yeah, I consider myself an entrepreneur. I, I feel like it's a, it's almost like a humble brag, mm-hmm. you know? So I, that's why yeah. I kind of don't use it so much. Yeah. And is there any people in the entrepreneur entrepreneurial world that you admire that uh, you know you, you look up to 
Um, yeah, I was really into Sophia Amoruso for a while before she drove her company into the ground, which is, is unfortunate. Um, these days, ugh. God, you're putting me on the spot, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I'll give you an example of me. Uh, I, I tend to listen to a couple of people, uh, one of them being uh, Gary Vaynerchuk for obvious reasons. Um, he always uh, lights fire in my soul to mm -hmm. just do it. And then there's also this cool photographer slash entrepreneur. Uh, his name's Peter McKinnon. He's always posting videos of uh, tutorials on how to do certain things. And then every so often, like yesterday, he posted a video saying uh, how you can make $3,000 in one month with your camera. And he listed mm. 10 things you could do. And, you know, so it's very informative. Uh, so th those are the type of people that I, that I like to follow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, I did just think of, um, her name is Safia Nygaard. Mm -hmm. Not to be confused with Sophia Amoruso. Their names are very, like, Safia, Sophia. Yeah. Safia Nygaard is, um, I was into her videos for a while. She worked for, I think, BuzzFeed initially, and she got very popular online. And so, right. And then there was some dispute with her and her company, and she ended up just going, going solo. And now she's hugely successful as mm -hmm. a YouTuber. She does kind of, like, fashion and beauty experiments. Yeah, so yeah. she's got kind of... This like silly, loose, you know, not overdone mm -hmm. um, personality, but she always looks cute and she always makes little jokes and stuff. And so it's kind nice. of, I guess I would, I would like to be more like that nice. as far as YouTube goes. Cool. So can you talk to me a little bit about, um, you know, a little bit about what you're trying to, uh, what's the purpose of your content? What, what do you want people to you mentioned try on videos and how people can, you know, go to your videos and see how it uh, it would fit on their bodies and whatnot. Um, what do you want people to, to get out of your videos in the long run? Do you have like a like a certain mission statement, or are you just like experimenting at the moment? Yeah, I mean, I'm very experimental. Um, I think that's always going to be the case because things are changing so quickly, and you have to, right? Like, you got to keep adapting to like the algorithms and whatever is mm -hmm. trending. Um, I think there's two things that I strive for is first discovery because you have to be found you know in a in a sea of people in a sea of models and talent and creatives online especially you have to you have to make sure you're being found mm -hmm. and so that's why I always have kind of a strategic approach to it otherwise it's kind of just wasted mm -hmm. <laughs> um, otherwise you know you could be shouting genius into the void and nobody mm -hmm. would know what, what what's one of those methods that you uh, the try on hauls for sure because that's going to get a lot of eyeballs and it's already started working the first okay. video i post the first try on i posted on january 1st got 5,000 views overnight oh, wow. and i've never even approached that number before so that's kind of a big deal for me okay. and i didn't yeah there was nothing there was no advertising done on that it was just purely organic seo wow. yeah and like body you know what i mean like yeah, lingerie yeah. nice yeah, <laughs> um, i always yeah, so a little SEO, a little sex. That's kind of like <laughs> my strategy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but do, yeah. Do you use, um, um, I know you have a, a large following on Instagram. It's about 30,000, correct? Mm -hmm. uh, what, what other social media networks do you use? Uh, do you use like Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Snapchat? Oh, I see what this, uh, this interview is all about. You're trying to learn all my secrets. No, no, no. So you can steal no, them no, no, for no, yourself. No. <laughs> I mean, you have helped me, and I'm still going to help have you help me um, later. But yeah. you know, right now, I'm trying to set up. I'm just kidding. I just moved. <laughs> um, so I'm still 
trying to get settled into my new place. But then once I get the ball rolling, we'll go back Tell to me. that. Uh, <laughs> What was it? Instagram husband? Instagram husband, yeah. <laughs> did you get any feedback from that? Do people um, like it or no? I did get some followers uh, with that hashtag, uh, but I didn't really like pursue it head on um, yeah. because I was doing a little bit more research. And I think Instagram husbands are more like people or men who are actually married and yeah. take pictures for their wife or girlfriend or whatever. And I was like, well, I don't really want to you know, label myself as a husband of somebody's yeah you know so it, it kind of like i stayed away from that and and i tried to put more of like my own personality mm -hmm. on like my bios like for example now we're making it my podcast <laughs> not caitlin's podcast no more <laughs> <laughs> it's okay like i'll just give you a quick example um i've always tried to uh keep it professional when it came to like posting on my video Instagram, my video profile Instagram, um, but I, I thought maybe I should just put a little bit of my personality on, like for example, on the bio, mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, why not? So I put, uh, studied to be an anthropologist, but decided to make videos. So it's just <laughs> like great. a little quirky, funny thing. Yeah, it makes so, you feel human, and that's yeah, what people yeah. want. They want to follow humans, you know? Yeah, because, you know, every other production video company is like, we make commercials, music videos, blah, 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 mm -hmm. like things like that. And you can always have like another Instagram account to do that and yeah. like test what works, you know, what resonates yeah. better. I have three now. Yeah. So the podcast, personal <laughs> pictures. You're not and alone. The <laughs> one. So, we're, we're, so um, yeah, I'm not trying to steal your <laughs> strategies, um, but I just want to know. So yeah, um, I have, I, I use almost all social media platforms. I mean, I use Pinterest, um, I use Tumblr. Um, Twitter, not actively. Those are more like just kind of. Um, Once in a while. They're just kind of on automatic right now. Like I just kind of use like I use Instagram and YouTube to drive the or and Facebook to drive original content. Well, Instagram and, and YouTube to drive original content. Facebook is more of just like my personal right. toy, you Family know. But I get tons of feedback on there, you know, when I try to. But, it, you know, you can't abuse Facebook, especially yeah. a personal profile. You can't really yeah. be hammering people with your content all the time. So yeah. I mean, you can. You just, it's not a good It's idea. not a good idea, yeah. So I just kind of do, um, I kind of keep it real there, if, if for lack of a better word, I mean, it's all real. But um, I just keep it, you know, <laughs> fun and, and light, yeah. <laughs> and then occasionally drop in, like, hey, this is what I've been working on, so that my friends and peoples can, can know what's going on. But yeah. Pinterest is great. Um, it has a huge female user base, so it's, they're re it's really great for like beauty. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been looking at that for like ideas for my apartment. Mm -hmm. And like people that use Pinterest, I'm not necessarily one of them, but people that use Pinterest a lot, like, are very engaged with it. So it's yeah. one of those platforms that has a very dedicated mm -hmm. following. Maybe you know you're not finding them anywhere else except Pinterest. Yeah, those yeah. types of people. And then Tumblr is, I mean, have you ever used Tumblr? I've never used Tumblr. Actually. It's like it's like I, the I'm deep not dark. Sure what it is exactly? It's like the emo cousin of all social media sites. I, I got into Tumblr first in in college, and then I kind of forgot about it. And I recently started up again just because it's it's easy to just curate content and then continue again, and then just like drip my content in there once in a while, just for you know, it's just by chance if somebody happens to come across my Tumblr profile and discover me that way, you know, you never know if that's how you're being discovered. So. 
In my emo, what do you mean? <laughs> so Tumblr used to be known for a long, long time for being, um, I mean, it's, it's where people will, will really open up because it can be anonymous. Like a lot of people have oh, okay. anonymous Tumblrs, so they'll talk about their eating disorders, they'll talk mm. about depression. Um, there's a lot of sex, or there was a lot of sex blogs on Tumblr, but they recently got, um, they got really strict in cracking down on nudity and sexual content because there was some kind of pedophilia scandal associated with their, one of their users. And so you get automatically flagged now, even if you so much as look like you're naked. I get, I get things flagged all the time that are not even PG-13 and I have to appeal it because it's a computer doing it. But, um, so I don't know how that's going to affect, I mean, I'm sure, I'm, I already know that it's affecting their users, because a lot of people had to shut down their little sex blogs and mm-hmm. stuff with hundreds of thousands of followers, which is, a, which is a really good segue into why I think it's really important to always have a website, because these social media sites can change their algorithm or their policy at any time, they can seize your content or shut you down at any time, mm-hmm. so yes, it's important to build those followings and to, to use these tools, but it's always really important to be driving people somewhere else. Mm. So that if anything ever happens, you can still be found. Right. And that your you know, all your effort, your years yeah. of effort is not lost. <laughs> do you create your own website? Do you have somebody else do it for you? Yeah, I do it all myself. Wow. Yeah, and I need to build I need to build those two new ones pretty soon, so it's gonna be a huge project. But So <laughs> the, I guess the most important question is what don't you do? I don't do customer service. <laughs> okay. I don't do serving people. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. That's not a I don't, um, and I don't do digital photography very well. There's too many buttons. <laughs> <laughs> what, how do you film it though? I use my iPhone. Oh. It's great. It films in 4K, oh. the iPhone XR. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's great. I thought you were filming with DSLR cameras. Shh, don't tell them <laughs> that. Let them think that. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm proud of that. Because it's so easy. Because I can take it with me, you know, and film little, you know, like casual bits. And I haven't done this yet, but like maybe in the car, like a little quick thingy. I don't need to be all like, because I used to get so anxious about filming because I would need, oh, I need my camera and I need to make sure it's quiet and I need to make sure the lighting is good and I need to make sure my makeup is good and all this, all this stuff to get, I would get so crazy about. And so I just ended up not making videos. Um, And now I've got an iPhone camera, which is you know very flattering oh. and yeah and it's 4k and i literally just airdrop it to my laptop That's what I think, there's no wires there's no you know reformatting and yeah i just can't stress enough what a big difference that's made for me uh-huh. yeah i've shot a couple of videos on, on on iphone and i agree it's so much like it's stress-free yeah like you just have to worry about the story or whatever it is that you're doing you and don't have to worry about the buttons or anything and the footage is actually better than the camera I have. I only have a Sony Alpha 500, mm-hmm. Alpha, Alpha something. Yeah, because I think the stabilization is great. Yeah, it's the stabilization inside as well. And also, like if you're filming with a regular DSLR, and if you're like inside, and then you go outside, you have to like stop recording, change the yeah settings. the settings. And with the phone, it automatically switches it for you. Mm-hmm. It goes from being inside lighting to going outside lighting. So it's like easy, perfect. and you can film on the the selfie camera, so you can even watch yourself if you're. I mean, you won't get 4K doing that, but if it's something important that you need to see what you're doing, like a makeup video, yeah, makes it super easy. Wow. Yeah. Should do that more often. <laughs> but um, uh, okay, so we uh, we t- discussed about uh, everything that you do, 
Is there anything that you want to learn or... or uh, oh, there's so much I want to learn. <laughs> uh, any any kind of like... For example, you said you wanted to become more into acting. Mm -hmm. um, are you trying to like uh, start working, collaborating with, with other talented uh, videographers, photographers? So what's your... Because I know you're always commenting on, on posts... You know, like in, in yeah, well, I'm always looking for gigs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what, what do you, What is the whole purpose of doing that? Is it for exposure? What's your kind of like goal for that? Um, with unpaid projects, which I think is what you're getting at. Like when I'm when I'm volunteering myself for unpaid work and collabs, it's because I see something special in the artist. So, whether if it's a, whether it's a photographer or a videographer, um, I have, you know, whatever criteria I'm using, I have a certain eye that I look for, like I, I look at the light and I look at the angles and and how things are cut together and if I appreciate that then I want to get, like I want to meet that person and work with them and create that friendship because it's really important um, as I've gotten older I've realized just how important it is to be to be building these connections as you go and like you know sometimes they don't pan out into anything and sometimes you never hear from the person again but sometimes you guys are friends five years later and yeah. that piece of work that you did gets a lot of attention or something. You never know. Yeah, so yeah. if I think somebody's talented, then I'll work with them. Nice. It's basically all. <laughs> like that uh, whole trip we took. Yeah, to, uh, that was so I fun. I haven't, I haven't finished the video, but... Um, Pressure's I'll, on now. I'll get it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure is on. Um, yeah, I'm excited to uh, finish that video. It, it came out uh, so good. It was cool. I wish it wasn't so windy. That was my only complaint. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure the pictures came out great. I haven't seen all of them, but the ones that I have seen that you posted, it looks great. Thank you. Uh, it was uh, um, what was his name? Danny. Leo, Leo. Leo and Kim. Leo and Kim. They're great. Shout out to Leo and Kim at Capture the Moment Photography. Yes, they're uh, so friendly. They're so nice, <laughs> and they let me like just move around them and work mm -hmm. like around them and stuff. So it was perfect. Um, so is there anything you would like to get off your chest? Anything that's on your mind that you just want to, like, scream at the top of your lungs? <laughs> Kylie Jenner is not a self-made billionaire. Say that again? <laughs> Kylie, Kylie Jenner, Jenner is not a self-made billionaire, <laughs> oh and I don't want to hear about it ever again. <laughs> yeah, she had some help from uh, her family. Just a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, that's been bugging me. And I'm not the only one. There's been a lot of backlash. I mean, you know, there's people defending her, big fans, and then there's people, you know, saying, you know, that's just not that's just not the definition of self-made. But, you know, like, no, no, nothing against her. Like, good for her. I'm sure she worked hard. But that's not fair to to make that, to, to put it out into the world that, hey, just work hard and you could be like me. Not like that. Because, you know, you need start, you need seed money, you need support, you need you know, a place to live and food, you know, you need a roof over your head and food in your mouth to be functional and to be able to pull something like that off. And so to just be like, oh, I did it all myself just because my parents cut me off. It's just very, you know, she's 21. It's immature, it's short-sighted, and it's, you know, frankly, they have too much power and it's harmful to yeah. be so ignorant and to speak like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's funny you say that because uh, about a, a year ago, I was uh, visiting my uh, my cousin, and she was watching um, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and I I kind of like made a comment. I was like, "Why are you watching that? That's stupid." 
and it's so, so fun though it's fun I, to watch <laughs> that's what I'm getting at um, I just happened to be eating in the same living room where she was watching and I was kind of like just minding my own business but then you know they they were in the show they were like fighting about the most stupidest things and I, and I was like it was catching my attention like I can't believe they're like doing that like they were like arguing about going on a trip and not going on a, on a certain place you know it's like arguments that so trivial you should it's like <laughs> it's like oh should we go to this resort or should we go to the resort that has a better view <laughs> of the ocean with whatever whatever well this one has better selfie lighting <laughs> like i can hear that i can hear it now <laughs> it was it was it was so stupid that i just had to watch what uh, it's kind of like a it's like a guilty a, pleasure for like sure. Little, like little traffic gets you. <laughs> yeah, it really does. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Because usually when I ask somebody, um, you got anything you want to say off your mind, <laughs> off your chest? F you, Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them say no. I think I already said everything. <laughs> but you just, Kylie Jenner is not a self made baby. And so, drop the mic. Yeah. And, uh, I won't drop it though, so, don't worry. So for, uh, <laughs> let's, let's go into a little ASMR now. <clears throat> For those uh, who want to search your work and, and, and follow you on social media, where can, uh, where can they find you? Should I whisper or no? Sure. Why not? <laughs> um, I'm not going to whisper. That's weird. Not unless you're whispering. Um, social media, my uh, Instagram is Caitlin Sway, C-A-I-T-L-Y-N-S-W-A-Y. And um, my, my blog is creationdespite.com. Um, you can find me there. I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna be, again, shutting that down and, and redirecting stuff, but you'll still be able to find me. And uh, Creation Despite, most places I'll turn up. Nice. The deep, dark web. <laughs> Perfect. Um, thank you so much for coming, and uh, I look forward to, uh, to working with you and collaborating more. And, uh, me too. Hopefully, we'll get that video going pretty soon. Let's get that video going soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening. Thank and if you. you have any uh, any questions, any comments, you can send us a voice note through Anchor. Oh, Anchor Fancy. is actually a pretty cool app. Um, it's an up-and-coming podcast social oh. media app where it's basically like the YouTube of podcasts. Oh. You could record your own podcast, you can edit it, and you can even do it straight from your phone. You can get you can record it from an alternative device and then upload it through there, which is what I'm doing. Mm. Um, but it's like super simple to use Anchor. I highly recommend it. I'll you check should, it out. Uh, you should start your own podcast. That's then. I mean that's probably the reason only reason I haven't is because it's just like I don't know where to begin with it and where to put it. But now there's a place now there's a platform for yeah. it. Yeah, all you gotta do is download it, press the button. You could talk straight to your phone if you just wanna. You know, have a little uh, episode where it's just you talking about whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have any equipment, you could just have the phone next to somebody else and be talking about whatever. And even if that person is not in the city or in the country, you could have them download the app. You give them a phone call, and then it records the conversation. So That's cool. That's really like, cool. Boom. And then the best part, it goes directly to spotify apple podcast like you don't have to do any of that work it just does it automatically nice so it's great so um so that's where we'll be that's that's where uh (laughs) 
that's where you should go get your podcast. So thanks again for coming and my pleasure. Uh, thanks everybody for listening to Cuadros' Corner. Keep uh, keep living your life and uh, keep listening. All right. And hit that follow button. Did they follow? Oh yeah, you could. Uh, oh yeah. You could follow me. <laughs> follow me on uh, Instagram at uh, Cuadros' Corner. I started my own. There you go. Podcast uh, Instagram profile. So I'll be posting your information there when uh, I'm about to release it. Sweet. I can't wait. Me neither. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Carlos. Bye.